It seems like forever ago when I had littles just running around my house, but the truth of the matter is I have a four-year-old and, you know, it's like once they gain a little bit of independence, it's like you forget how needy young, young children are, I think. And not long ago inside of the academy, my memory was jogged about really where this whole time blocking journey even began for me and what it used to be like whenever I had a little itty bitty toddler at home and I was homeschooling and I was doing all the things and it's like, oh my goodness, there's so much gold inside of that very first beautiful big chunk of the day where you either feel like you totally have it together and you're rocking it, which is what we're going to talk about today, exactly how you can make that happen, or you're feeling like you're on the other side of the spectrum where it feels like 16 hours has to pass between breakfast and lunch and you have no idea how you're going to keep them entertained, let alone then what you have to tackle in the whole afternoon, which is for a different podcast episode. We're definitely not talking about that today. I just want you to understand the beauty of your AM block. There is so much power and potential in that time in your day to really set you and your little ones up to succeed, to get you connecting, to get you productive and producing, and to truly feel like you're doing your very best work as a stay-at-home mom, regardless if you're running or a business or not. That never happened for me in my AM block whenever I had all of my kiddos at home at the same time. So I really want to dive into the beauty and the magic of what you can do to have a killer AM block every single day. So let's dive in and get down into the nitty gritty inside today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. All right, I am going to give this to you straight away. We are about to close the doors for Call Her Blessed. So if you are sitting and wondering (laughs) if you have any time left to think about whether or not you're going to buy the ticket and come and sit and hug me, be in the same room, have the most incredible mastermind intensive weekend that you've ever had in your life in the most beautiful space that you've ever been in, then you probably should just stop thinking about it. You got to make a decision. Are you coming or are you not? Go to callherblessed.us to check out the details. We would love, love, love 
to have you there if you feel like this is the right moment and the right next best step for you. If you have questions on whether or not that is the next best step for you, please feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm happy to chat with you about it and answer any questions. I always know, like I remember, and even still to this day, anytime I scope out a big program or a big mastermind, and I feel like I'm really going to invest, it's always so helpful to be able to actually connect with the creator, with the person that is going to be providing the information and the education and the experience and the commitment and all of that kind of stuff, and just get my questions answered. So please feel free to come over, ask me any questions that you need, and um, we'll be able to help you know what the best choices for you. Also, callherblessed.us has so much information on it. It has the timelines. It has every, the whole schedule is on there. Everything that you need to know is there. So make sure that you go over there and check it out. And again, feel free to touch base with me. Okay. I am so excited about today's episode. It's going to be a short one, straight to it, uh, because here's the deal. There is really only so much that you can do when you have little ones at home as much as we would like, especially those of us that are running businesses, would like to just wake up every day and get straight to our work. And sometimes it nags at like the back of our brain. You got to start working ahead of the ball instead of being behind the ball all the time. Okay. And the best ways to do that obviously is with your fundamental needs and your time blocks, which we talk about all the time. And if you haven't done the free downloads for that yet, please go to the website and do that. Also, you can check out our workshop, which is really, really going to support what we're talking about here today. All of these things that I'm talking about are completely free and they're on the website. You just go to chelseajoe.co and you click on the word free at the top. Um, And it's just such great information. And the the workshop gives a visual to everything that I'm talking about. But the fun thing about today's episode is that I'm actually going to tell you like what was my AM block flow? Like what routines did I stack? What did I try and focus on to fill that time and to be productive? So it just wasn't my kids terrorizing my house, pulling toys out all over the place, constantly getting in and out of the pantry for snacks because they're bored, me flipping on screen time because I haven't even gotten dressed or gotten ready yet. My kids are in pajamas all day long. Their beds are never, ever, ever made. Like, what's that? That's not a thing. Like, instead of always feeling like you can't truly manage your life, I want you to feel like you know exactly what to do to manage it because it's really so much better that way. And what I really want to say is that it's actually fun. There's so much joy in that. When we were on the group call inside of the academy like a month or so ago, I was talking to one of the moms in there that's got two little girls at home, and we were just laughing at how unbelievably awkward and like just like the drudgery, really, when you just have – you're just literally like sitting on the couch, your phone's probably in your hand – And you're just, your children are just climbing all over you. They're pulling at you. They go, they run, they get something, they play with it for five minutes. The pieces go everywhere. There's crumbs on the couch. And it's just like, you know, and then they're fighting with each other. They're fussing with each other. Somebody's crying because somebody always needs something. And it just feels life-sucking. It really just feels life-sucking. And I think I had just gotten to the point where I was like, I'm not doing this 
and we're going to do something different instead. And that was really what was happening when I was systemizing everything. This was before Systemize Your Life. You know, Bailey's four now, and I really started this when she was an infant, like brand new newborn. And then, you know, so I'd, I had kind of gotten the hang of it by the time she was a toddler. But we really started doing this from the time that she could maybe like three, four, five, six months old, all the way through until she started going to her Montessori program at like three and a half, four years old. So those like three years, two and a half years in there, we got some really good practice at this. And it really is such a short time. And if you're at the very beginning of this window, I know it's like, oh my gosh, I have to do this for two and a half more years. That seems like an eternity. But when you think about it in contrast to what the next season of life is, which is grade school, that's so much longer, right? And so it's just a very small window that you have babies at home, unless you choose to homeschool them. But even then, it's still such a small window of when they're itty bitty like that, when they're actually toddlers, infants to toddlers, right? And so this is what I did in my AM block. There's six parts to this. This is what I'm going to tell you. All six of these parts are what happened in your AM block. Your AM block, if you don't know much about that, there's Again, great opportunity for you to learn about that in the free time blocking workbook. And you can always ask questions over inside of the Facebook group. It's the Systemize Your Life Facebook group. Um, And it's truly these six things don't have to be put in any order, but it truly is the magic sauce. It's that thing that you can do to be able to actually get stuff done and enjoy your kids at the exact same time. And it's, it's, it's actually magical. Like, I'm not kidding. Just try it. So here are the six things that you're going to want to put in your AM block. AM block is from the time your kiddos wake up until I always chose to do it after lunch. So when lunch was completed, that's when my AM block ended. I like having lunch in my AM block even if lunch started at noon, okay? We are not going to address nap time because everyone's nap times are at different times. You may have nap time that happens once a day, like from 11 to 2 or from 12 to 3 or from 1 to 4, depending on how old they are. Um, Or you might have smaller ones where they're still napping twice a day, right? You have your early morning nap and you have your afternoon nap. So these are going to, your nap time's, Obviously, you're just going to figure that out. You're going to put those in where you need to put them in. And then you're going to have these six things. So first of all, the one thing that I will tell you that you really should start with, even though I told you you could put these in whatever order you want, the first one is your kid's morning routine. So your kids should have a morning routine that you do with them every single morning. This starts from infancy all the way through the rest of their life. You should be doing it with them until they're old enough to do it on their own, which oftentimes looks a lot like second, third, fourth grade. They're still going to need help with that morning routine all the way through eight, nine years old, 10 years old. If you have kiddos that are a little bit less um, emotionally mature and they need a little bit more help, maybe that even rides out until 10, 11, 12, right? So this is something that you have to be very, very present for and all of your stuff needs to be over with by the time your kids wake up in the morning so that you can be available for them. Your kid's morning routine, what does that consist of? What does that look like? These are really great things for you to test in 
in every just day to day. It's to take notes on it, write it down in your planner. How did it go? Collect data on it so that you can make small changes to it the next week. That is your job as a stay-at-home mom is to really get effective and efficient. You are the master at creating systems for your family. And the only way for you to know that is if you are showing up with your eyes peeled wide open, meaning you're being intentional with what's going on and you're truly looking at, okay, Monday morning routine, I'm trying this. We're going to sit down, we're going to breastfeed, and then we're going to get jams on, and then we're going to put all of their things away. We're going to make their bed really nice. We're going to prep it for nap time so that it's fully staged and ready for our next nap. We're going to set the diapers out where they need to go. If you have cloth diapers, you're going to reset the cloth diapers for the day. Like Whatever your morning routine needs to look like, that's what it looks like. If your kids are a little bit bigger, then you're getting up and you're helping them brush their teeth and they're helping you make the bed and you're asking them when they're crawling, right, to sit next to you. It's to, here, hold this pillow. Okay, can you hand mom the pillow? And they're just watching this happen with you. And that is literally going to take up 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how old they are, right? As they get older, maybe it only takes 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And so you have to look, how much time is this going to take me? We have six things to get through from maybe 6 a.m. to noon. Or maybe you're at 7 a.m. because they're a little bit older all the way until noon, right? And so you've got all these hours to fill, and this is how you're going to fill it, okay? The next set of four things can be done in any order that fits your child's and your personality, okay? It's totally 100% up to what works for you guys, what kind of kids you have, and really what you can tolerate and, and what lights them up and what lights you up. So here's the four things. We've got practical life, sensory play, physical activity, and a lesson. So the lesson is going to be really vital for those of you that are hoping and wanting to do homeschool or for those of you that just want to do preschool on your own. And if you have super little ones at home and you have no desire to do preschool with them and no desire to do homeschool with them ever. And they will be going to preschool and they will be going to grade school, right? It's still such a fun time. Um, And notice that there's literally no screen time in this. And that is super strategic. Now, I'm not against screen time, you guys. We have screen time every day of our lives in this house. My kids don't have tablets. I mean, we have them but they literally never ask for tablets and they're never given to them. Every once in a while, they will watch like Netflix and they'll watch a cartoon. But like we just, we do have some games kind of, they gets to color on it every once in a while, but it's like not a thing in our house. We have strategically made their iPads boring for a reason. I would rather them get lost in play than get lost in a tablet and Sidebar tangent, please take YouTube off of your kids' tablets. It's If you do anything for yourself, just do that. I remember when we made that shift, it felt like I lost my babysitter. I really did because they, Frankie would get lost on it for hours on end. And like I, li- I literally wouldn't see my kid. And I was like, this is a problem. So we just deleted it. And Bailey's asked because we have it on the TV, right? And so the big TV, the family will open up YouTube and the family will sit and we will watch them play Play-Doh 
together and they will get out their Play-Doh and we will play Play-Doh while we're watching them do a video of Play-Doh, right? And we'll do that for 20, 30, 40, maybe an hour. And then we turn it off. Well, Bailey wants it on her iPad. Absolutely not. Like hands down, absolutely not. And, you know, everybody can do this on their own. You can make your own decisions, but I'm just telling you it hands down will change everything in your house for the better. It will change you into a better parent. It will change your children into less fussy, grumpy monsters. It's just a terrible thing to have on your child's computers. Absolutely horrible for them to have on their tablets. So what you can be doing with that time instead is this practical life. And practical life is when I do my housework. Every single day I was getting something done in my house every single day and my kids were doing it with me. If it was laundry, if it was the dishes, if it was their bedrooms, it didn't matter what it was. I was getting something done and I was scheduling it. I was plugging it in. That is when I taught them practical life. Maybe I was prepping lunch. Maybe I was packing lunches. Maybe I was prepping dinner. Maybe I was organizing a drawer. It didn't matter what it was. They were doing it with me and it was just something really small. And whenever they got bored of it, I either challenged myself to make it more engaging by turning on music, by singing a song with it, by asking them questions, by teaching while I did it. Hey, what does that sound like when you clank it on the floor? Hey, can you stack those? Hey, what shape is that? Hey, that's a k -k cup. What does k -k -k cup sound like? And like, I would have them repeat k -k cup, right? And we would do these things all through practical life while I'm cleaning. What does that smell like? Like, that is practical life, right? And so they're learning how to clean. They're learning how to pour. They're learning how to zip a zipper. They're learning how to tie a shoe. They're learning how to sort. They're learning. Practical life is giving your kids life skills and learning how to interact with their environment. They are learning how to get dressed on their own, how to put socks on on their own, how to fold laundry, how to sort laundry. These things are so unbelievably vital. And the sooner you start it, the more maturity your children are going to have when they go into grade school. And trust me, you will thank yourself for doing this with your kids at an early age. <clears throat> sensory play, set up some kind of sensory play, whether it be Play-Doh, whether you go all Pinterest on this and you get fancy and you do the thing because it lights you up. I wasn't that. We weren't there. Sometimes we were. Sometimes I'd get a bowl of rice. Cool. Sometimes we'd get a thing of beans. Cool. Other times it was just like, where's my Play-Doh? Somebody give me the Play-Doh, right? So get a sensory bin and have a few things in it. Test out what they love. Find one that holds their attention for 30 minutes, right? And then swap it out. Sometimes sensory play is water, right? Set them in the bathtub, let them play, give them shaving cream in the bathtub, whatever this looks like, and then schedule how long you're going to be doing that. 30 minutes to an hour, I don't know. It depends on the age of your kids and their temperament and what you can handle. <laughs> All right. Physical activity. Obviously, you guys might have kids that really need to run and play. And so you're going to have to find physical activities. You know, for us in the summer, that's really hard because it is brutally hot. And for a lot of you in winter, that's like impossible because it's like you go outside and you're a popsicle, right? But maybe once a week you have a snow day, maybe, right? Maybe once a week, your entire AM block is you're going to an indoor play place. Like for us, once or twice a week, the entire AM block was the swimming pool. 
And this, this is something that I'm going to teach you at the end is how to mix this up so you don't get bored with this. So that's physical activity. Find something. Okay. <clears throat> the next is a lesson. So having a lesson in your day, I always love to do mine first right after morning routine and morning routine also includes breakfast, by the way. I always loved to have mine then because they were fresh. I was fresh. We got a lesson in and we got it done. And this oftentimes looked like using some kind of Montessori manipulative at the kitchen table, them in their chair, their high chair, um, you know, with bright, fresh light on the diffusers on maybe some low classical music on in the background. Most of the time, um, it was quiet unless they asked for music. Maybe they were tracing letters and when they were super small, it was just sorting by color um, and, and really just engaging with them in in vocabulary when they were really, really little. And then that, that kind of lesson when your kids are super small doesn't have to take a long time. Don't put a ton of pressure on yourself. Quite frankly, you don't even need to look at Pinterest. Intuitively, you can see the growth and the development that's happening in your children. Take it to the next level. Push them just a little bit, just a little bit. If you see that you're little, 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 like you have a baby and they're trying to learn to grab for things, awesome. Guess what your lesson time is today? It's tummy time. And you're going to put something just outside of their reach and you're going to work on that for 10 minutes, right? And when they get fussy and they get frustrated, you pick them up, you give them a big hug and you put them back down and you put something just within reach right in front of them or you lay them on their back and you see if they can reach for things, right? You know what your kids are working towards. Encourage it. Like just explore that with them. That's all the more complicated this needs to be. There's nothing there's nothing more to it than that. And honestly, for centuries, for so many generations, and for some reason now we've just forgotten what that looks like and we just hand it over to teachers that some university told them that they know how to teach our children better than we do when that's absolutely inaccurate. You know exactly what your children need. It's just a matter of listening to what that is and building the confidence in the system to be able to show up for it. And so those are then after all those things are done, then you go to lunch. Okay. And those are the six things all together. So it's your kid's morning routine. Then there's these four things in any order that you want them. Practical life slash your housework, sensory play, physical activity, a lesson, and lunch. And if you put all of these things in your morning, every single morning, and you're looking at, okay, all I have to do for the next hour, because you guys, like, I loved my children. I still do. But in that season, I loved my children, but I was bored out of my mind. I was lonely and I was bored. It was lonely. You're alone with no one to talk to. Your kids aren't really talking. And if they are, like, Bailey talks a ton, but it's still not the same. This is what I did to make me feel like I was on top of the world, to make me feel like I was accomplishing, to make me feel like I am, I literally deserve a gold star on the recognition board. Like this is my job. This is my domain. I am killing it. And I was proud of myself most days when I showed up to this. And this is what it felt like to me. Now, even, even within that, I was like, okay, this is boring. (laughs) So I'd switch it up. We'd move physical activity to a different time. And here is the last tip for you. Schedule play dates, schedule time outside of the house, schedule friends to come over. You go to their house to break this up. 
so that your kids don't get super bored of it either, and neither do you, right? So it's like, okay, Tuesday, Thursdays, this is all gone out the window and we're going to go somewhere. Or guess what? Tuesday, Thursdays, we're having movie days. Like, or you save your movie day for a day when you're really not feeling it. It's okay. Like, it's just a framework for you to have to pull out of your back pocket so that you can say, heck yeah, I can do this. Like, this is my jam, right? That's all I have for you today. (laughs) It's so straightforward. Please use this and have fun with it. Like, On Sunday, sit down and say, all right, Monday through Friday, what's my practical life going to be? What's our sensory play going to be? You don't have to schedule it, but give yourself a bank of things. Write it down on your big communication board to give yourself ideas, color code it, like love this because they grow so quickly. And I promise you, if you start doing this, you're going to fall in love with, with systemizing your AM block just as much as I did. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me here on the podcast. It's been a blast and I'm looking forward to hanging out with you over inside of the Facebook group until next time. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.